Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. So on this week's Roni, we got one of the biggest housewives cliches of all time, and that is a vow renewal, which we all know don't have very good track records. Will the divorce curse break with Aaron and Abe? Or is Brink going to get her way and become Abe's second wife? Or worse, Aaron's stepmother. There is so much drama and shade to get through, and we're going to break it all down, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo Breaking News. So we start off and the ladies are kind of getting ready for the party. We have Uba inviting Erin to one of her jeweler friend stores and basically is letting her borrow like a million and a half dollars worth of diamonds, which is so epic, like so iconic. It just reminds me of Jill Zarin's like, I run with a fabulous circle of people. Uba definitely runs with a fabulous circle of people. Then we have Bryn and Jessel also shopping and they are kind of like looking for Luke's for the event. And they bring up Aaron's invitation and Bryn makes an interesting observation that there is like a list of like 20 sponsors at the bottom. It's basically like a Coachella poster. And I was kind of like feeling the same way as Bryn. Like, what is this all about? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, is this a thing now to get sponsors for a private party? I've never heard of this. Well, I mean, if you are going to be on TV and you have clout on Instagram and followers. Yeah, I'm sure that you can get people to sponsor your party. But to make a deal to like list them on your invitation, I think is like a little tacky. It wasn't the best look. I agree. And I was kind of surprised because Erin seems like someone who likes to, I don't know, it seems like she cares about appearances. And so I don't know. I thought it was very strange. I've never heard of that or seen that before. But then they start talking about, you know, how are Jessel and Aaron? And is that going to be awkward at the party? Jessel says, no, we're, you know, we've moved forward. I apologized. And Bryn asks, well, did you apologize specifically for the cackling hags comment? And Jessel says, no, but my generalized apology is all inclusive. It covers everything and we're good. And then they start saying, you know, Aaron's had a problem with Sai. She's had a problem with Bryn. She's had a problem with Jessel. Maybe Aaron's the problem. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know about that. I don't really see it that way. I think that Sai is a constant complainer, as is Jessel. I don't think Aaron and Jenna even really had anything going on. I don't think Aaron really cared that Jenna left. I think they, may, she maybe was annoyed for two seconds and then they talked it out. So I don't know if there's really any footing here on this theory for me. What about you? Yeah, I'm starting to, I, I felt the same way. I thought that Erin was kind of justified in all of her irritation at these women. But there is a bone that I have to pick with Erin later on that we'll get to. Okay. So, okay, first let's get to their date night with her and her husband. You know, they're going to dinner, just the two of them, before this big party to kind of celebrate their anniversary in a more intimate environment. And, you know, we kind of see... They them talking about how they started dating and when they got married they were pretty young Aaron was 25 and they really like they really didn't think about 
writing their own vows. And so they just got married with whatever the rabbi had said. And so, you know, now they're talking about, well, we're going to write our own vows for this vow renewal. And meanwhile, just perfect timing. I don't know if Abe, like, planned this with the waitress. It didn't seem like he did. It felt very organic. But, you know, he orders a drink. He sends it back. And then he says, I just want tequila on the rocks. And the waitress says, do you want a big rock or lots of little rocks? And he says, big rock. And then Aaron says, ooh, I'll take a big rock too. And he's like, oh, okay. Pulls out a giant ring with a giant diamond. And I was like, what just happened? Was that like divine intervention with the waitress? It was just the perfect segue. Aaron seemed genuinely surprised. And I thought it was really sweet. Oh, Abe is shooting up in the ranks as a top house husband. Like that was (laughs) amazing the ring is just stunning gorgeous huge and they seem to have a really good solid marriage for being together that long so we'll see you know um as we mentioned there is a vow renewal curse and whether they really renewed their vows or you know didn't because they didn't say them in the first place so this is actually their first you know time exchanging vows i don't know but it seems like they're in love they're solid and and i loved that moment Another moment that I loved in the episode, which was one of my favorite scenes, was Jessel and Pavitt. Like, I was laughing the entire time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So they sit down, and of course, they're still talking about the preschools. This seems to be an ongoing storyline. And while I would normally kind of be bored by something like this, they are keeping me laughing like they are, once again, totally not on the same page. You know, Jessel is so uptight about this preschool search and Pavit could not care less. She wants to send them to this school that has like international locations all over the world, like Rio, Hong Kong, so-and-so. And And he's like, well, all we care is about the location in New York City because that is where we live. And then she spews off another thing. Oh, they could start to speak Mandarin. He's like, well, they can barely speak English. And I am living for Pavit in this moment. It was just so good. I was laughing out loud. And especially the part where she gets to the application, she starts, you know, she's writing a statement about their children. And she says, Rio is an intelligent, thoughtful, and socially inept child. And Pavit says, wait, isn't that a negative thing? And she's like, oh my God, is it? Google it. And so, you know, she was about to submit this in the application and it just would have made her look like so clueless. But I I agree with you. I think they are like they're just such opposites and having them in a scene together is so funny. I will say I am pro putting the kids in a preschool with another language because I think giving them that foundation gives them a head start. But, you know, $62,000 a year for preschool is very, very deep. And I'm not sure that I would, you know, say, oh, Tom Cruise sent his kid there. Like, I'm not sure that's like the best bragging point. And then she just reminds me 
of Alex McCord and Simon. You know, Jessel very much cares about status and she sees this school application, as, you know, and where your kids go to school, she sees that as a big status symbol. And so, you know, we're just getting these remnants of old Roni in this new reboot and I, I'm loving it. I love it. Like more Jessel and Pavit. Like Jessel and the ladies, I don't know, but Jessel and Pavit, I love it. I am so here for it. Like if it were up to me right now, give them a spinoff. So we'll see what happens. But let's move on to the anniversary party because this is where I was also laughing, but also kind of cringing at some of these moments. Um, let's break them down. I want to hear your thoughts. So first of all, the location, I think, looked stunning. When they pan around the room, I think it looks great. I think it looks chic, luxurious, expensive. Um, the fact that Aaron has a diamond bodyguard following her around or, you know, standing in the corners of the party watching her millions of dollars worth of diamonds all night is definitely elite. Um, I love it. And then, a la Lisa Conan right here, Bryn walks in wearing fur and glasses, channeling Meredith Blake from The Parent Trap, and it could not be more perfect. Bryn is a comedian. She just brings it in whatever scene she's in. You know, it's 9 p.m. She's walking in with her fur, with her sunglasses. You know, I'm the evil stepmom, and meanwhile, I think she's the youngest one there. But... It doesn't matter because she just always, you know, it's like she walks in a room and like she's the most most interesting person in the room. And she is not afraid to say, oh, I'm going to go hit on on Aaron's dad. And it's just, you know, she she knows what she brings to the table and she embraces it. And that's what I think is really working for her. Oh, I love it. And then adding Aaron's dad into the mix, which is like Aviva's dad 2.0. Like Aaron was so surprised that he actually had a woman on his arm that was like like of, of a similar age as him. He's always dating younger. I wouldn't put it past Bryn to date Aaron's dad, like in no way, no. shape or form. I think if that woman wasn't there, like something might have happened between them. I can totally see that happening. So then Jenna comes in in this super chic crop top, you know, abs of steel. And she starts like touching Aaron's butt. And Aaron just is not phased at all. Like she doesn't even notice. I don't know if this is a chainmail dress that she has on. She can't feel it. But how could you not feel that? And so then Jenna's awkwardly like looking to the camera. I, she's not noticing. I don't know what to do. Now she's committed to this. And so finally, Aaron notices, you know, it did her dress looked amazing, but it did annoy me that she kept having to adjust so that her, you know, her boobs didn't pop out. But, you know, it was just it was like everything was gorgeous, like you said. Bryn doesn't think so. She thinks it looks like a Bank of America holiday party meets a bar mitzvah. And she just starts throwing shade. She says she's bored. When she's bored, she starts bitching. Is that fair? No, but it's funny. We get to see Meredith Marks and Brooks Marks have a tiny little cameo. I would have liked to see that interaction a little bit more and like understand that connection. Did you notice though, it seemed like Erin called Brooks Eddie. She said, hi, Eddie, great to see you and gave Brooks a hug. Did you pick up on that? I did not. Dennis here did not. Is this Brooks Eddie Marks? Like, is this who he really is? Maybe. I don't know. It made me think, is Eddie his real name? And he just goes by Brooks and Aaron outed him. I don't know. But then we get to, I think, one of the biggest like scenes of this of the episode where Bryn is talking to Abe. 
and not just talking, flirting up a storm with Abe, Aaron's husband, who is there for his 10th anniversary vow renewal. What I, I thought that she was definitely flirting with him. She even admits to flirting with him. I mean, what would you feel if you saw the footage of some woman talking to your husband this way at your vow renewal, nonetheless? Yeah, I'm not sure I would be okay with it, even though I am like, you know, from afar, like living for Brandon this moment because it's hilarious and I think it's funny. She did come out on social media saying that she was like making a friend's reference because I guess there's a point where like Ross at his vow renewals says Rachel's name or something like that. So, which was cut out, obviously. But I th I think that she was, you know, joking and making a joke out of it. However, like, I'm not sure her and Aaron's relationship is strong enough for that type of conversation to happen. You know what I mean? You have to be very, very close with somebody and their husband for them to be okay with that. And I think at the, the way that they are and like the way that they, you know, aren't super good with each other at this moment and probably not at any moment over the course of this season, I think it's kind of crossing a line. I totally agree. It felt like, okay, you know, one comment, okay, whatever, we'll laugh it off. But she kept saying it and then, oh yeah, don't don't accidentally say my name. I know what she's talking about with that Friends episode, but it did not come across that way. And not until she said, actually, I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in, in Aaron's dad because I want to be her stepmom. Um, so then she kind of settled back into her evil stepmom persona, which I much preferred because it was just a little bit cringe watching her talk to Abe. The, yeah, this is going to be a thing. It is going to be a thing. And I think Aaron has every right to make it a thing. I think in next week's uh, preview, do we see Abe tell Aaron like what went down and how Bryn was acting? I'm interested to see how Aaron um, reacts. I don't know. It was definitely entertaining to watch. And I love Bryn. I'm a Bryn stan, but oof. I don't know. I don't know about this one. But shifting gears a little bit, Jenna kind of also talks openly about her relationship to the ladies, um, one of the few times that she does. But she actually shares that she's single. You know, she shared um, in the Hamptons that she was in a relationship with a woman, had been going on for a little while. But I guess the woman kind of realized that she didn't really want to be in the spotlight or, you know, with somebody who was. And they broke up and she's, you know, kind of sad about it. But leave it to Jessel to lighten the mood because she's like, oh, well, do you want to have a threesome with me and my husband? Like just just so blasé, so naturally it just came out to her. And Jenna's like, you guys haven't had sex in like a year and a half. Do you really want me to be your introduction back into that world? Like, I just, I don't know. I kind of love this moment. I mean, Jessel is definitely a lady in the street and a freak in the sheets. You can tell she has that in her because who who hears, oh, you know, I broke up with my significant other and responds with, well, do you want to have a threesome with us? I mean, it was definitely surprising, but maybe not if you know Jessel well. Yeah, I don't know about that. So then we get into, you know, we settle in for the speeches and there seemed to be a lot of long speeches. And I am with the ladies on this one. You need to cap it. If you're going to have speakers at an event or at your wedding, two minutes each, please. And like no more than three speakers. Like we we are not there to listen to everyone's life story about how they went to college with you and they were your dorm roommate. And, you know, one time they 
I don't know, saved you from, I don't know, doing something stupid. We don't really care. Um, we just want to party and get to the drinks. And yeah, they were kind of just chatting, but it seemed like everyone was chatting. And Aaron's sister goes over to the ladies at one point and says, hi, I'm Aaron's sister. And they're all you know, oh, so excited to meet you. And she says, yeah, me too. But actually, I came over here to tell you that you're being rude and you need to shut the fuck up. And then Aaron's mom comes over and says, hi, ladies, I'm Aaron's mom. And they all want to talk to her. But Bryn says, oh, but we can't talk to you right now because we just got in trouble. <laughs> so even Aaron's mom was over the speeches and wanted to just mix and mingle and live it up. I think that Aaron's sister wanted her moment on camera and that's what she chose chose mm. to go and do. I don't think it was the right move, girl. I mean, like you could, I don't know, ask your sister to just go out to coffee with you or be included in a family dinner. I don't know. You wanted your moment on camera and you chose to be the bitch that tells these women to shut up when they're filming a TV show. Like, I don't think so, girl. Like, please sit down. But the mom, I love the mom. I think she was genuinely interested in wanting to meet the women and the cameras were on and she wanted her moment too, but she wasn't going to be a bitch about it. So I don't know. Aaron's mom has a plus in my book. Aaron's sister, not so much. But they're complaining about the speeches and the vows. And they're still complaining about the food because Sai is like, all they had is pigs in a blanket. I'm a pescatarian. Why aren't they catering to me? Sai, like, get over it. Not every place is going to cater to just you and serve the food that you want. So I don't know. Meanwhile, they're still in the middle of the vows. Everybody's ready to like go to Nobu. While most of the group does stay, Sai dips out. Um, and I don't think Aaron's too happy about that either. So I don't know. How would you feel if Sai dipped out in the middle of your vow renewal without saying goodbye? Okay. I Maybe I'm in the minority on this, but I am with Sai on this one. If you have a party, you need to feed your guests. Maybe that's how Erin is so thin. Like maybe she doesn't really provide that much food because she doesn't need that much food and thinks that other people don't want that much food. But that's wrong. We want food, especially at a party where people are drinking and tray past pigs in a blanket is not going to cut it for me either. I I got to stand with Sai on this one. And, you know, she stayed through the speeches and through the vowel renewal and then rather than making a big deal out of it and saying, okay, I'm going to leave and like pulling Aaron away, saying a big goodbye, she just dipped out. I think that's totally fine. I I am pro-Irish goodbye, especially at a big party where no one is really going to notice. I mean, just if you want to leave, just leave. It's not like she made everyone go to Nobu with her. I think that would have been, you know, that would piss me off. But instead, she was just like, okay, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to go and left. So I am pro. I'm with, I got to stand with Sai on this one. What about you? Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. No, I kind of have to agree, but I feel like Aaron might think the opposite. So I think we are in for a treat because Aaron is coming for Bryn. She's coming for Sai next week, and we are going to see the aftermath of the anniversary party. I am so excited. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe so you don't miss any more Bravo breaking news. And we will be back next week to mention it all. See you next time.